0: Welcome to the Conspiracy Theory Test. Uh, it's Karen. And this is Ivan. And welcome back if you are joining us for the third episode. And welcome if this is your first time tuning in. Um, I guess you don't really have to listen to them in order uh, if you're just dipping in and out. It's great to have you here uh, and it's great that you're listening. And to everybody who listened to the episodes and they went live this week just a couple of days ago, thanks so much. Woo. Yeah, woohoo, We are we're on it now. It's An actual podcast thing that we're doing.
1: It's real exciting. Like, we just put them out there on Friday, and literally more than one of you have listened, which already exceeds my expectations. Absolutely.
0: We have dozens of fans. Dozens, yeah. Not tens of fans, dozens (laughs) of fans by each unit (laughs) there are dozens of you guys out there which is great it's just yeah it exceeds our expectations as we said before it's a bit of crack Uh, it's something that we're interested in and we're just glad that people are interested in listening to us talk about it I guess
1: yeah we're amazed at all the feedback like so already so far we've gotten loads of great suggestions which Karen I haven't divulged to you yet but I'm going to divulge them off air because we're definitely going to do them oh
0: savage I'm very excited
1: Yeah, we got great suggestions from Mark. We got a great list of them. We got suggestions from Paddy and we got suggestions from Nadine. And literally the minute I heard from Nadine, I said to her, that has a signature Karen sound to
0: us. Nadine would would pick one that would be ideal for me, I feel. (laughs) She's got your back. (laughs) Nadine, Nadine has my back the whole time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And we we got loads of actually feedback and follow up information. First of all, people went nuts for the Avril. So well done, Karen. Oh, thank you very much. Delighted. Like some of the information we got was amazing. I got a message uh, from Sarah that said that there was a headline in The Guardian that said that the Avril Levine conspiracy theory is the most dangerous thing you can look up online it's full of canadian malware which i said to her is just them trying to stop us getting closer to the truth that's it they just want to block us at every opportunity (laughs) yeah i loved that message because she sent us just for the tagline coincidence i think not sarah i think not a claire pointed out as well that inexplicably in the late noughties avril lavigne started um singing in Japanese what yeah for no reason I think girlfriend is in Japanese I think girlfriend is in nine languages fair play Melissa Melissa you're some woman
0: for one woman but you're not one <laughs> woman at all yeah a scholar and a clone well done Melissa congrats that's maybe Avril Lavigne is behind the k-pop revolution then I know k-pop and Japanese are very different but you know maybe uh, yeah because that well the
1: j-pop craze kicked off a little bit before the k-pop craze Hmm. So I started it, with Avril. It all it all starts
0: with one skater girl clone. That's it. That's all you need to start a revolution.
1: Yeah. And then on the other cases, so clodagh pointed out that the experiments that I was talking about, my kind of mm. hypothesis that Rudy Eugene was um you know, triggered, brainwashed, all the rest, that a very similar experiment took place on Darren Brown's show, The Heist. So anything's possible. Anything is possible. Yeah, do you remember that? That was pretty bananas. He does some pretty bananas things, though. Yeah, (laughs) he just has to keep getting bigger and bigger. It was fine when he read people's Ma's maiden names from their head, and now he's like, I have to convince someone to jump out of a plane and rob a bank. Yeah, and I
0: think his next one is like, he's just going to have to bring Jesus back. Yeah, (laughs) Jesus and his apostles, and they all have Darren Brown's face. Oh, yeah, that's Darren, if you're listening, Darren, I should say, if you're listening, there's an idea for you. Yeah, Deza, that one's on us. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I got a
1: brilliant one literally five minutes ago from um, Louise on both of our last episodes. um, That's in the case. It's so mad because my conspiracy theory last week spanned decades and we still didn't even get into the aftermath the trial she said Mm -hmm. that the jury couldn't find any evidence that or couldn't not that they couldn't find any evidence but they couldn't discount the possibility that the victim and the attacker knew each other beforehand oh man and she had a nice piece about your case last week there's evidence that Marilyn Monroe tried to stage another suicide and there's a record that she contacted Bobby Kennedy and he said secret service to her door but then left when she didn't answer oh man that
0: That is that is bizarre that's so crazy
1: so the chats and the debates are going on hot hot and heavy over on the socials.
0: yeah it's brilliant brilliant. it's always good to hear yeah that's exactly what we set this up for as well it's always great to get other perspectives as well and we're all just here to learn about it the whole time.
1: Exactly. We can keep learning. There's loads for us. And that's the great thing about doing something like this in this day and age. You can go on over to Instagram
0: or Twitter and get involved. And that was actually the thing I was gonna tell mention to you this week, considering uh the the your man who lives in that big white gaff over in the States, goodell <laughs> Donny T. Donny T, T. <laughs> Donny T has contracted COVID and immediately <laughs> like immediately as soon as I saw the news like as soon as I saw that you know Donald Trump has COVID I almost immediately saw a follow up with it's a hoax it's a conspiracy he doesn't have it at all Oh, there's so many
1: around that one and shout out to Laura as well who has um, pointed out a conspiracy a singular tweet saying that the Democrats gave it to
0: him (laughs) okay (laughs) well if they did I owe all the Democrats a drink yeah (laughs) This one's on you guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kamala. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. But it's just so funny now, as you said, like in this day and age, as soon as something happens, there's an immediate like I don't believe that that's the full story.
1: Yeah, it's ripe for the pick and for us. I mean, it's great. It's just like lowest hanging fruit.
0: But uh always the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's our aim. <laughs> mm. But I just, I just thought it was, yeah, interesting. What do you think? Do you think he actually has it? Do you think that this is, or is it going to, like, that he has it? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then him getting over it will coincide with it there being, like, a, a, a vaccine that the the US has been secretly working on for ages. Oh, my God. Do you think they could go
1: as far as to fake a vaccine? They fake his one, and then they mm. fake a vaccine. They just give him a shot of bloody Baraka they or should. something. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> <I surely. laughs> <laughs> this is what it's his suggestion. Far be it for us to disagree.
0: I hope he's sitting under some UV lights right now. Yeah, <laughs> just hoofing death on into himself. Draws the a load of dead old tabs
1: <laughs> like... <laughs> he's the best um, publicity we ever had. He just con- coincided with us perfectly.
0: He knew. He knew what he was doing. He's a fan of the Thanks, pod. <laughs> no,
1: we <laughs> fan were not of the a pod. pod. <laughs>
0: yeah it's interesting to see though well um yeah it's just it, I just thought it was really interesting that people were like this is going to be a hoax he's just doing this for either publicity or he doesn't want to have to do another debate whatever it is oh that's another good one yeah that he might not want to do
1: the other debates because it's a two-week isolation period uh, mm-hmm. on the basis that not everything goes okay and then there's only a month left
0: before the elections yeah. Very coincidental. Timing is everything when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. We saw that last week. It's all about the timelines. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um it is all about the timelines. And this week one this week's one for me, I don't know, if it's about timelines, but it's it's gonna bring you back to a nostalgic period of your of your life, I feel. Oh great. I love that. I love that in Avril and I love it in this one. Okay. And uh, before I jump into this, I as I was saying to a man off air, I actually owe a great debt of gratitude to a good friend of mine, uh, Danu, who essentially has done all the legwork for me this week <laughs> in terms <laughs> of uh, I, I just had one of those crazy busy weeks in work, didn't know if I was going to get a chance to compile everything that I needed to compile, Danu took the reins and she ran with my bananas idea. <laughs> Go Danu, the best unpaid intern I've never met. Deep friend of the pod.
1: <laughs> it takes a village yeah it's a whole team back here
0: production we, makeup, yeah, everything. we have a sound guy a light guy yeah. i know it doesn't go on air but we like to sit in beautiful surroundings yeah like Ivan and i are currently sitting in thrones yeah. wearing crowns that was monday in separate counties because yeah. of the new restrictions oh lad, let's get your act together
1: please yeah. <laughs> yeah we need to do this in person i need to see your face
0: i miss your face too man Go on hit us with some nostalgia there right get your scuba suit we're going deep diving (laughs) and i need you to stay with me on this for as long as you can and that's to a van and anybody listening well i can stay with you till the end okay here we go popular 90s tv teen show saved by the bell was a vehicle for the illuminati oh this is everything i love okay so, this is just one that I came across and I was like, this is going to be it. This is what I'm going to do this week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so stay with me for as long as you can, guys. Uh, like we, I'm sure the majority of us know uh, say by the Bell, the premise of the show, the stars, what it was all about. There was a popular spin-off, The College Years, which I believe was based in Yale, which we will get to as I go well, through this. I've never heard of that. Yeah, have you never watched The College Years? No, never even heard of us. And what? I love Saved by the Bell. And then it went on to like, that's how Kelly and Zach got married. Did you never see the wedding? Kelly like, and Zach got married? Oh, Ivan! I'm God. missing so much. You're missing so much. This is certainly going to be an education for you. My so, eyes are already opened. Here we go. We're just going to give you a little bit of background on the Illuminati. Okay, so uh, the the Guardian article where where this information comes from opens with You shouldn't have Googled that. You're on a list now. Right. Mm. So the Illuminati, for those of you who aren't too familiar with it, are a secret organisation of rich and influential people who use the media to brainwash you. So they control the entire modern world and they strive for new world order. They will track you down and silence you if they think you'll spill their secrets. They may have started the fight against fake news.
1: Okay. Mm. I haven't really read much about their input with fake news either.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I have a quote here as well about their their founding. So they've existed since the dawn of time. Their insignia can be seen on pyramids. A pyramid can also be seen on American currency. Just FYI. Hmm. Oh. Yep. That's a good one. There you go. Its influence uh, was actually evident around the life of Christ and their top bananas for example, are the queen. And in She's fact, in there. it's actually got to be in there. But here's the thing, Yvonne, they're not actual people. They're ancient lizards, dating from an era before man existed.
1: That, I was going to ask you, and then I was like, no, I'm derailing. I'm probably going off on another conspiracy completely.
0: I did, so they cross over with the old lizard people? Yeah, not to be confused with the lizard people that they uh, follow in Parks and Recreation. Hail Zorp, if you're listening. <laughs> But they are, in fact, lizard people. And that's how they've existed, because I was also going to say, hang on, how have they existed since the dawn of time? Well, this is the thing. This is, you know, conjecture. Alternately, it was founded in Bavaria on the 1st of May, 1776, by a man called Adam Weishaupt, who couldn't afford the Freemason admission fee. So his society, the Order order of, of the Illuminati, grew from five members to thousands in just a few years. But then, after Carl Theodore became ruler of Bavaria, secret societies were made punishable by death. And there, the order ended. But I just think they got real secret. Yeah, well, isn't that the... Like, if you're in a secret society, that's the main
1: thing you know how to do. Be influential and be covers. Right?
0: Exactly. Right, so the actual founding then, if we go along with this Adam Weishaupt theory so he was yeah, a 18th century one. professor he founded it he was an orphan boy he'd read french enlightenment philosophy and he came to believe that the monarchy and the church were repressing freedom of thought so he was a forward-thinking man yeah and, that'd be a pretty popular name and yeah not entirely way off so his ideals were to have a state of liberty and moral equality he wanted to be freed from the obstacles which subordination rank and riches continually throw in our way which is ironic if, in fact, the Illuminati are a rich group of people. So they
1: weren't then, they were
0: kind of these Freemason rejects? Kind of, yeah. I think they were kind of like anarchists almost, a little punk rocky. Yeah, I can get behind that. For sure. So allegedly the first meeting was the 1st of May in 1776, and then in 1784 his ideas were discovered by the Bavarian state, and that was when the group was estimated to have been between 2,000 and 3,000 members. That year, an act was passed to ban the forming of any society not previously authorized by law, seemingly allowing the Illuminati to remain. But a year later, a second edit was passed to ban the society. So subsequently, they were found to have documents illustrating a defense of suicide and atheism, a plan to create a female branch of the order, invisible ink recipes and medical (laughs) instructions for carrying out abortions.
1: Actually, I was always against the Illuminati, but suddenly this Illuminati is one I can get on board with. These lads sound like they know the sus. Yeah, and I love that they are like, there's so many forward thinking, progressive, potentially dangerous things there. And then invisible ink (laughs) ingredients, like you're channeling your blue Peter there. How do
0: they know it was invisible ink if they couldn't see it? Right. So, according to a 2013 poll of U.S. voters by Public Policy Polling, which is actually a Democratic-leaning polling firm, 28% of Americans believe that the believe in the Illuminati. So they believe that it's real. Oh my god, that's huge, isn't it? For America, yeah. But also four percent of Americans believe that brown milk or chocolate milk comes from brown cows. So maybe <laughs> you know they I mean? have all the facts and wear the chumps. Get with the, yeah, we need to just get with the program a little bit more, maybe. <laughs> so let's see, members. Do we know of any members? We don't, because it's a secret society. But of course, it has been alleged that Katy Perry, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Madonna, Kim Kardashian, Lady Gaga, Rihanna, and the Queen of England. Are in the Illuminati. Uh, maybe Trump also is trying to claim that he's part of it too. Who knows? Do you think Katy Perry's in a bit over her head there? Well, I have a conspiracy about Katy Perry. So. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so she might be involved in two very large conspiracies. It's just conspiracy on top of conspiracy. Who knows? Oh,
1: that's why she hasn't released any bangers in a while.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, having a kid.
1: Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, now I'm just mom-shaming.
0: Oh, man, come on now. We're not that type of podcast. No, we're in the Scott. You can have it all, Katie. You can have it all, but not at the same time. No, not during night feeds. Exactly. So that's just a background on the Illuminati. And just to remind you, what we're, what we're here to, or what I'm here to try and convince you of, is that the entire cast and crew of the beloved 90s Saved by the Bell had the agenda of the Illuminati, and basically used the show as a way of recruiting people to join them. Subliminally, not so subliminally, we'll see. So where do we start then? The the theme song allegedly has satanic messages when played backwards. Oh, this old gem, brilliant. Right. Now, I'm not going to play it backwards for you because I just don't think it'll work. But we do love some satanic panic, apparently. So let's not forget the pe- there there are bells in it. Save by the bells and what are bells part of if not satanic rituals, including mind control.
1: Oh, I haven't heard this one. And do you know course. where that
0: comes from? The alleged founder of the Illuminati, helped.
1: Okay, he loved a bit of bells and he loved a bit of Satan. There you go.
0: Okay. For whom? For whom the bells toll, Ivan. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. They toll for thee. apparently or they toll for class if you're talking Safe by the bell that's (laughs) true right okay so what else then okay so there's some other mad theories actually surrounding the cast and crew of Safe by the bell okay so some people think that mark paul Gosler, who played zach morris is actually paul walker right you're gonna have to jog my memory here on paul walker Paul Walker is the Fast and Furious guy who died a few years ago.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's bizarre.
0: <laughs> okay. But I actually did find a photo, which we will put up on Instagram, and they look like the image of each other. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Do we yeah, have yeah. a motive? I don't know. So, again, the controversy is that Paul Walker died in a 2005 Porsche Carrera GT, and he was, that was actually while he was shooting Fast and Furious, okay, in 2013. So that's one kind of conspiracy within the conspiracy. However, in your, your mind will have to be rejogged here, Van. but if you recall, during the series of Saved by the Bell, uh, Zach, the character of Zach, scores 1505 on his SATs, okay? Which means, for some reason, he gets into Yale. Now, Yale is an Ivy League school. So, allegedly, you can't get in with a 1505 on the SATs.
1: Right, the SATs have always confused
0: me a bit because there's
1: loads of numbers
0: involved. What's what's a good SAT score? Well, I thought 1500 was good, but I think anything, like for an Ivy League school, I'm guessing you need like perfect SAT scores. But the reason why it's interesting that they kind of pull strings or just like let it slide under the rug is that in Yale, there was a secret society potentially connected to the Illuminati called Skull and Bones okay i love a
1: bit of skull and bones yeah
0: warrants a whole episode who was in a movie called the skulls paul walker
1: is that the movie now is that the one that that's about skull and bones kind of based on it i'm pretty sure that's that it's the same yeah 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 oh amazing because i only saw a trailer of that the other day and i was like oh it's gonna be loosely based on it but it's very on the nose
0: so it's yeah, basically Paul Walker acted in a movie called The school and it relates to the Illuminati Yale group called Skull and Bones. Then where does Zach Morris go to college? Yale, Skull and Bones. Oh, that checks out. Yeah. Okay. Then another kind of surrounding, uh, yeah, another like weird thing surrounding the cast and crew of of Saved by the Bell is that Mario Lopez, who played AC Slater in the show. And Mark Paul Gouzier, who played Zach, apparently died in a car crash. Allegedly like Paul Walker died in a car crash, except that they didn't. But it is weirdly prophetic, except, except that you know, if you don't believe Paul Walker is actually, you know, dead. Okay. okay mm. The connection there is very, it's more than coincidence, I'd say. Exactly, yeah. There's also another theory that was on com that surfaced in 2012 that actually states that the entire series of Saved by the Bell is a dream. So it suggests that the theme song is the narrator of the real life Zach Morris, but that the episode is for the infallible, unlosing Zach of his dreamland. So any hiccup in his dream is his subconscious trying to break through. So this is further encouraged as Zach was able to pause time, even to avoid being punched and was able to move people's hands out of his way when moving about. Oh, brilliant. So the theme song is actually what's happening in the day of his life. But this series, then, is just a dream.
1: And would it be like a Tyler Durden kind of thing? Like, dream Zach Morris is much cooler and regular Zach Morris maybe is a bit of a dork?
0: Yeah, like, dream Zach Morris gets the girl. Regular Zach Morris probably wouldn't. That checks
1: out. Because isn't he's like a Ferris Bueller kind of character. Like, always is falling in poop and smelling of roses.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So... Then The other thing is, the, the characters of Zach, Lisa and Screech, they were on a previous and similar high school drama called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And it was set in JFK High School. Again, we're back to JFK, but we don't have time for conspiracies for him this week. <laughs> yeah. So then Annie of Zach's, in this show, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, Annie of Zach's minuscule troublemaking was prevented by Miss Bliss. And he had no luck with girls and his friends Mikey and Nikki would correct him gladly. So he was a child of divorce in a boring Indiana suburb. And on Saved by the Bell, Mikey and Nikki aren't referenced, but Mr. Belding does let Zach get away with everything. He has the sought-after cheerleader girlfriend and lives in sunny California. And Kelly disappears without mention and is replaced by Tori, who eventually disappears without mention. So Zach, (laughs) Zach and his friends do everything and go everywhere together. So again, it's all like kind of connected a little bit.
1: Yeah, And well, especially with that previous series, that's a bit of a cincher.
0: Isn't it? So Good Morning, Miss Bliss was a Disney Channel show. And again, they have their own conspiracies, Disney Channel shows. And then it's actually well documented how many of Disney's child stars fall from grace or embrace some more eccentric activities. What's more eccentric than being a member of the Illuminati, you know? True. <laughs> so it's theorized... Yeah. No, come on, sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> on. I was going to say it's theorised that they're given mind control drugs and then people eventually break down over time. An example of here would be Dustin Diamond who played Screech because he went real cuckoo bananas after the show ended. He went on to star in a porn film, write a book in which he is alleged to have sexual relations with the vice president of children's programming. The article states that she was 18 years his senior, but it's not if it does not state if he was old enough to consent. Ooh. Oh, god. And serving Four months over a stabbing, and then many former cast members disputed the contents of his book, and he subsequently claimed that his ghostwriter had fabricated much of the content.
1: Oh, what a cop out! You
0: would have read us. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you would have, like, absolutely. So you never leave it up to the ghostwriter, you know? No, <laughs> they're just for the writing. Exactly. So yeah, pretty much, the, the, there was like hidden gems and things like that in in Saved by the Bell the whole time. Apart from the fact that it's not, you know, it's centred around conspiracies and stuff, there's actually a few problems with the show outside of conspiracies that don't become glaringly obvious until you think back on episodes. So it was a relatively diverse in the casting of leads. Lark Lark Verhuis, who played Lisa, you know, uh, was a young black woman at the time. Mario Lopez, also obviously uh, who is not white either. And it had an interesting, but it had an interesting stance when discussing race. There was an, including an episode on family history. So in that episode, we see Jessie discovered that she had slave owning heritage. Lisa refers to the Underground Railroad as the original soul train. And then Zach says he has a distant Native American relative and proceeds to put red lipstick on, lines on Scrooge's face. And again, we all remember, although I didn't really remember, but there was a parody esque Arab costume worn by a very white character so there is also pictorial evidence of this and again maybe these things were done to plant seeds in viewers minds you know right seeds of like racism Not seeds of well, maybe seeds of racism but seeds of like you know i don't know that's what i'm saying seeds of what exactly who knows um, but it could, it could have been that it could have been something like not seeds of racism but like we're diverse people everybody's welcome join the nice. Oh, right. that kind,
1: kind of, of thing United Colours
0: of Benison, kind of thing kind of thing exactly yeah and again then uh, there is because uh, you haven't watched it is that it is actually not until the college years that AC Slater reveals that he's actually AC Sanchez a Mexican okay yeah and just changed his name yeah because he is obviously, I can't really remember that episode, but I think he's like embarrassed of his like heritage, shall we say. God, um, all these
1: films got real dark later
0: on, didn't they? A little bit, a little bit. So as I said, then, um, the other thing then that's kind of problematic is that uh, we have a principal that's so involved with a single group of teens that he lies on Zach's bed. He dances with Kelly <laughs> and he wrestles Slater. Which is not really a re- normal relationship between an adult and children, and then of course we have gender roles as well. So Jesse is constantly fighting for women's rights. The show also permits Zach to be a borderline abusive husband in the episode. So there's where there's a class assignment to to marry off. There's actually like a YouTube series as well called Zack Morris's Trash, <laughs> and it, it basically picks out all the times that Zach Morris is a super problematic white character, which is. Just you know, makes an awful lot of sense actually when you when you watch it. Again, Zach also sells calendars of girls in bathing suits who didn't know they were being photographed. He used to oh, preach God. to use cassette tapes to deliver sublimable messaging and get his way. Oh, that's very right? unbelievable. There you go. So there there's another little connection. And then uh and then again, what does it what so what does all this have to do with the Illuminati essentially? Because I've been rambling a bit there and I do apologize. But they do use the media to spread their new world order. And if they really are in control of the modern world, then save by the Bells, white male privilege is still prevalent. Zach also fat shames at times. He shames the homeless. He's ableist. And he generally bullies his classmates throughout the series.
1: So they're kind of preaching this whole bloody proud boys mentality exactly like
0: anybody's welcome but the white rich kid is the you know he's super in charge of things yeah and he calls what's a joke and what's not exactly right uh then the waiter in the diner that they all hang out with he's a magician in it right again the illuminati famously believed magic to be real
1: okay Again, no recollection of a magician diner, man. Oh, he
0: was literally in, like, seasons... I'm going to guess, like, one to three-ish. Because I think it's called Max's Diner, so he was in it at the start. Like, I remember him being in the very early episodes, like... Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Little aspects that go out of your head completely.
0: For sure. So then Dustin Diamond, as we said, who played Screech, he claims that Ed Alonso, who played Max, the magician, guy performed some illuminati sex magic in his book but then again this is the same book where he was like well no i didn't put any of that false information in that was my ghostwriter." oh god
1: just abstaining from any personal responsibility there exactly
0: then there's also numerous pictures from Safe by the bell album art cast pictures that are alleged to have satanic symbolism okay and there is a connection between the illuminati and satanism so these include uh, three sixes as spirals and physical hand gestures, OK, like the OK meaning, you know, whatever, horns 666 and the horns of Moloch. And then there is pictorial evidence and that's used from on illuminatiwatcher.com. But again, we can put the... I haven't, you know, podcasting is not a visual medium. So I will put up some photos later uh, on, the, on the Instagram as well. And again, it's not the... It's not the only kids show, you know, because there is always this, like, they like to throw out these every now and again, like the Disney shows are also a vehicle for the Illuminati. Uh, there's also a legend, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Allegedly, if you look at a photo, the Illuminati is written in the background on a chalkboard. Oh, God. Right. And again, then other shows with hidden messages include DuckTales, Scrooge McDuck's Dr. Eye chart reading, Ask About Illuminati, and a Gravity Falls Easter egg, once the show, so Gravity Falls, again, is another, it's actually a great uh, a great uh, TV show. It's a great uh, cartoon that I, I watched a few years back. And if you have Disney Plus, it's all on that. But once the show's titles from Gravity Falls flashes on screen and the music winds down, audiences can hear a mysterious voice whisper, I'm still here, right as the intro comes to a close. And for those of you who watch Gravity Falls, one of the main antagonists, or one of the evil dudes, is shaped as a triangle. That's chilling. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, it is over, so I'm trying to
1: right Halloween count- on Halloween countdown now.
0: This is it. And then, when played, ma- oh, sorry, when played backwards, the message actually plays out as three letters back, which fans have discovered is a reference to the. Caesar cipher, a method of decoding the mysterious codes displayed at the end of every episode. So again, if you watch Gravity Falls, you'll know what that is related to. Beyonce and Madonna have also referenced the Illuminati in their work, allegedly, suggesting that the double bluff is a common practice for Illuminati tactics. Right. Right. So I'm nearly at the end. In conclusion, the Illuminati essentially control the Disney Channel, which is an easy way to enlist younger generations. To control the cast, they use mind-controlling drugs which have a side effect causing unravelled or similarly undermining behaviours so that the witnesses are not credible witnesses because Screech fell from grace and nobody wants that to do with him anymore now.
1: True, completely unreliable.
0: Completely unreliable. And that's pretty much how I feel that the Saved by the Bell was a vehicle through their cast members, their writing, their filming, their subliminal messages. It's super out there. Even for me, I'm like, I don't know if I fully buy into this. The man, <laughs> do you think it's a little bit plausible that Say by the Bell is a vehicle to enlist Illuminati members?
1: So I'm down with us if we're sticking with the... that it's not like... that the cast essentially don't know they're under duress, kind of mind-controlling drugs. Yeah, I will. I will allow it. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Definitely. Okay. I'm going to give you a brownie points as well for not
0: mentioning the CIA for the first time. In in three whole episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if you're listening, guys, we still love you. Yeah, we still love you.
1: Please um, stream on the correct platforms. Thanks.
0: Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm into us, Karen, it's a far reach, but I'll get down with it. Yep, I know it was a bit rambly and I went off topic a little bit throughout, but it's a big one. It's a big one not at all you zoomed right back in there's just so much to us nice it is it was it was definitely an, an interesting one to to get into for sure it's
1: brilliant and it really um it I see I couldn't not bias because I'm also going in for a bit of mind control this week
0: <gasps> it's fu- see. this is crazy that we haven't even like discussed what we're going to do each episode and we're nearly always on the same page
1: yeah exactly we just come back to the same themes but I unlike you did not have the willpower. To stay away from my pals, the CIA this week.
0: Oh, those guys—they just draw you in. They
1: just—they're
0: at every turn.
1: I think they're following me rather than I'm following them. Oh, that's exactly what's happening. So will I launch us in? Yes, perfect. I'm taking my lead this week from some of the podcast greats, including yourself, Karen. I'm gonna actually source my material or cite my material rather. So I got a few bits of Bustle.com. I got a few bits off the Sinister podcast, allthat'sinteresting.com, history.com, and wired.com. Nice. And this week, it's the follow up episodes that nobody asked for. It's MKUltra.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) And there's so much to it again that I've just taken a little snapshot, really. But you could just do episode upon episode about this.
0: Oh, this is going to be good. I can already feel it. Yeah, buckle in.
1: Get ready.
0: Here we go. So
1: we're going to go to the start in 1953. So the Korean War was coming to an end and the CIA was rife with paranoia. All right. We're already starting with paranoia and the CIA. So, you know, it's going to be good. Juicy. Juicy. (laughs) So the New York Times, again, they always show up as our little beacon of truth. They published a story that returning prisoner of wars might be brainwashed and converted to communism. Ooh. So, so this is a huge thing at the At that time, there's all this worry of brainwashing. Right. So Alan Dulles was the director of CIA and let's loop it in that there's theories that he was involved in the, G- the JFK assassination. It all comes back to the JFK.
0: I'm telling you, every I'm now going to start a conspiracy theory that every single conspiracy theory starts and ends with JFK. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's six degrees of separation but it all links back in so he approved project mk ultra which is described as the covert use of biological and chemical materials nice and vague now that i look Mm. like that could mean bloody anything but the goal was to control and reprogram the subject's minds so how were they going to do this well they believed that the best way to do it would be with the chemical, LSD. Everyone's fave. Yeah, (laughs) Very convenient that this nice little drug was going to solve all their problems in one go.
0: Yeah, just a bit of LSD, sprinkle some LSD on it, everything will be fine. Yeah, put it
1: on your toast, in your water, it'll be grand. Mm. So we start off with, how did they do it? Sydney Gottlieb who was a CIA chemist slash poison expert, which is a bloody great title. It really is. Yeah, it should be, it should be his name as a bartender rather than a CIA person. But yeah, so he believed that LSD could be used to brainwash people. So he bought all the LSD in its chemical form from Sweden. Now, I'm not saying that this changed the course of history, but the world would be a very different place if Sweden had had access to LSD. Like, imagine ABBA on acid.
0: Are you sure now, like, were they not on acid the entire time?
1: (laughs) Yeah, they seem very happy or but they're also mighty sensible. Yeah,
0: that's that's fair. That is fair. But, like, Waterloo is such a banger. Like, you wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised if they had some LSD behind it. That's true. Although it's,
1: like, it's a proper three-minute pop banger. I think if they'd had more LSD, it would be, like... Seven-minute solos on concept albums.
0: Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was cocaine that wrote. It's
1: yeah. Well, really? <laughs> that seems more likely. Allegedly, we don't want to besmirch the good name of Abba. Sorry, no. We we love you, Abba. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're listening to with the FBI, FBI guys. Absolutely. I hope so. Fans of the pod, Abba. Mm. So back to CIA and away from Abba. So the CIA wanted to defect Soviet spies against their will. Now. The experiments included administering LSD. First of all, there were experiments here that were administered on knowing subjects, but mainly it was administered to mental patients, prisoners, drug addicts, and sex workers, or as one agency officer put it, people who could not fight back, which is bloody
0: eerie. That is, yeah, despicable.
1: Yeah, proper scummy. It's like the society made them particularly vulnerable and then just cherry picked them. So the aim was to find out which drugs would bring out deep confessions or wipe the subject's mind clean and program them as a robot agent, which is what I was suggesting last week happened to Rudy Eugene. A few fairly graphic ways that this happened. Heroin addicts were bribed into taking LSD with offers of more heroin. Um, the CIA also used drugs like mescaline and hypnosis techniques, which is a weird, weird kind of channeling their inner Darren Brown. For sure. Again, it's coming back to Darren Brown. <laughs> it either comes back to JFK or it comes back to Darren Brown. It's one is. Yeah. <laughs> Same person? Maybe. That's next week's one. That's gonna be. A, that might be a few weeks away. So the CIA also set up brothels with two-way mirrors with the goal of finding men who'd be too embarrassed to talk about the events. And then they'd be dosed with LSD and interrogated under bright lights. So, again, putting people in really vulnerable positions and then experimenting on them.
0: Okay, now there's, maybe.
1: There's a lot of famous people who were supposedly part of MK Ultra as well. So the famous gangster, you're gonna know about him because he because you knew about Hoffa. You've got a bit of a gangster brain on you, Karen. Mm. James Whitey Bulger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The famous man himself. He allegedly volunteered for the experiment in 1957 in exchange Paul- for a lighter sentence. Fully does not surprise me. Oh, absolutely. He like he speaks fairly harrowingly about us afterwards. That it made him suicidal and it made him hallucinate he was getting weekly injections
0: of lsd which feels like a lot of lsd like injections also yeah that feels like an excessive amount of lsd yeah right into the bloodstream
1: jesus Uh, there's obviously a reason that no one's doing that anymore yeah and interestingly yes he consented but a he consented in a very vulnerable position like there's a serious exchange of power going on there a he, yeah, it, it was put to him under the guise of searching for a cure for schizophrenia. Oh man! So, if you're a fan of scientific um, ethics, you're not going to be a fan of this case. Okay. Now the next guy. You're a bit of a literature buff more than I am, so please tell me if I'm getting this guy's name wrong. Ken Kesey. Ken Kesey. I've never, I've only ever read it. I haven't said it out loud. The author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: Oh, yeah, I think it's Ken Kesey, I
1: think. I'll go with that. Perfect. He alleges that he was experimented on using psychoactive drugs while working as a night aide in a veterans hospital. Okay. And that that's what inspired him. To rice One flow over the Cookies
0: nest. Well, I, I was gonna say because people are talking about Ratchet on Netflix at the moment, which oh yeah, very relevant, very relevant. Right, right, and there is there is a bit of uh, if you for those of you who've seen it, you know what I'm, you'll know what I'm referencing in with the the LSD experiment kind of gone awry. Uh, so again, yeah, highly highly plausible. Yeah, I think that
1: it was From what I remember, I'm trying to rack my brains because I watched that the minute it came out and binged this. But I think that is directly um, influenced by the MK Ultra
0: experiments. And what? Yeah, it would have to be. Also, hi Sarah Paulson, love you. Thanks yeah. <laughs> for listening. Big fan. Yeah, get on Big here. Big fan of the pod. It. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be great exposure for you and your budding acting career. Yeah, yeah, because
0: you know you 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 need the the help and support. <laughs> yeah, not like this established, well-established podcast. <laughs> exactly. So.
1: Interestingly, this kind of drove Ken Kesey understandably uh, a bit alternative, we'll say, because I, d- I don't have any evidence that he went particularly off the rails. But he Would made you it
0: say funny. it made him a little bit cuckoo?
1: <laughs> Literature puns, you're going more highbrow by the second.
0: Oh, I had to, sorry.
1: <laughs> Cracking yourself up over there.
0: I, like I always
1: do. <laughs> if you don't laugh, who will? So he used to entertain exactly. friends at parties in this cabin that he moved to, and the parties were called acid tests. I don't actually know if he was giving the results to the MK Ultra, but I do know that he was definitely just mm-hmm. taking shed loads of acid and giving it to the attendees, including Allen Ginsberg, Hunter S. Thompson, and members of the Grateful Dead. Oh, this explains so much. <laughs> and it also explains how successful this experiment was, because it was meant to control and militarize and really uniform all these people in preparation for national security. But it yeah. kicked off the hippie movement.
0: Yeah, 100% it did. Completely backfired on them. Like it always does. Yeah, thank God. So it obviously, then it
1: ended in 1973. In a panic induced by Watergate, the CIA director, now Richard Helms, ordered all MKUltra files to be destroyed. Hmm. But 20,000 files survived as they were filed incorrectly. And
0: I've just got here. Thank God for administrative errors. <laughs> but were they were they accidentally filed incorrectly or did somebody on the inside know that they were important enough to accidentally misplace?
1: I hope so. That That's, would be yeah, great. That
0: would be great, like <laughs> a little kind of uh, good deed
1: while you're in there. Yeah, hundred percent. That totally makes sense because it's I'm in the middle of the Comey Rule, or just finished this. Did you watch that?
0: I have not watched that yet.
1: Oh, it's brilliant. So I'm not spoiling anything because obviously it's based on a true story and it's based on Comey's book, but he uh, records and then put logs in a a safe all his conversations with Trump so hopefully it's not yeah and it's not beyond on the realm of possibility that they were doing the same then
0: yeah oh absolutely absolutely
1: so we're back to our best pals these guys unearth everything in all of my ones the New York Times in December of 1974 They alleged that the CIA had conducted illegal domestic activities, including experiments on US citizens during the 1960s. So, yeah, if all my theories cast the CIA as villains, they all cast New York Times as a hero as well. Go on, New York (laughs) Times. Yeah. I might actually subscribe after all of this. I I I
0: feel like you might owe them a listeners. (laughs) At least (laughs) the info. (laughs) I owe them the exposure. Oh yeah, they definitely also much like Sarah Paulson
1: need the exposure. <laughs> they needed to. Yeah. So prompted by uh, this, prompted an investigation by the U.S. Congress group, the Church Committee and the Rockefeller Commission, and the findings mm. were that over thirty institutions, including universities, were involved. At least one death occurred directly as a result of MK Ultra, which is very sad. Mm. And prior consent was possibly not
0: received by any of the subjects. I wouldn't imagine that it was if they were like drug addict sex workers and obviously deemed by the people running this like to be not as important to society.
1: I suppose even if it was received, it wasn't ethically received like this. Yeah, uh, like so like President Gerald Ford after this issued the first executive order on intelligence activities, which prohibited experimentation with drugs on human subjects, except with the informed consent in writing and witnessed by a disinterested party so even if someone said they did consent it probably wasn't it wasn't written and it wasn't mm. witnessed and there or, was also all the power issues as well like why you bulger
0: yes exactly like that like that he of course he's going to consent to something if he it thinks it's, if he thinks it's going to get him out of prison exactly,
1: exactly. yeah so obviously it all ground to a halt then um Under questioning very unsatisfyingly uh, Sidney Gotti, or Sidney Gottlie, sorry, claims that he had very little recollection of the experiment. Which, give me a bloody break, it went on 20 years. Well, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the files did show that he said it had been ultimately a complete failure and waste of time. Which makes total sense. Why keep going with something for so long? But like it was the, instead of militarizing all these people, it just brought out all these hippies.
0: Yeah, I know. It totally like not what they wanted at all.
1: Now, here's the twist, right? Mm -hmm. This is a classic case of truth being stranger than fiction. Because... All of these experiments are verified, except for Bulger and Casey, or Kesey, because they're alleged, but there seems yeah. to be a lot of strong evidence that they did occur. Well, if um, all
0: the other ones are verified, then... Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. I think it's just because they're famous, really,
0: yeah. that we're not fully believing them. And then Ke- Kesey kind of took matters into his own hands and like <laughs> <laughs> fell aloud to to Hunter S. Thompson...
1: Like a <laughs> good man, he's like, I'll get my own army, an anti war army <laughs> with more writers and better drugs. <laughs> yeah. this is a way better experiment with much more interesting results. Yeah, absolutely. So, we haven't even gotten into the conspiracy theory yet.
0: This oh, is man. Just,
1: yeah, this is all just the truth. Oh man, which is not to say the next bit isn't the truth, but maybe there's less evidence. So the theory starts here. It's that the experiments never really ended. The only difference now is instead of it being used on vulnerable groups, it's used on celebrities to control those with a larger platform. Ivan,
0: does this link in to my Illuminati theory a little bit? I think it does. I think it does. I I haven't found the overlap, but
1: it makes sense, especially when you look at how... They talked, your one talked about all the Disney guys kind of going off the rails.
0: Right. And then Screech, Justin Diamond is just not the same. He is just a shell of himself. Yeah, he has to have been fed a load of LSD by the CIA. Right. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, it's all connected. (laughs) Maybe we're
1: being controlled because we, as we mentioned before, genuinely don't tell each other about our theories before we go into this.
0: Yeah, we like to surprise each other. So I'm, I'm absolutely both surprised and delighted because I, I definitely think they're connected now, 100%. Oh,
1: we need to do a little crossover episode on the ones that do connect. Yes. Oh, this is a very satisfying outcome. Yes. Our so. dozens of listeners are excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on the edge of their bus seats. Absolutely. <laughs> Clutching their masks in horror. <laughs> Clutching their masks. So the main um, evidence for this is not the experiments that were done on the celebrities themselves, but rather the fact that a lot of them are glitching now. So examples of this are Cardi B stopped speaking and just stared into space during an interview at the 2018 Grammys. Right. And so there's a lot, you can fall into a proper hole and I really recommend everybody does of watching celebrity gl- glitches on YouTube.
0: <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> There's another one I watched just before we came up here. Laura showed it to me. It was Zendaya. Kind of. Yes. I can't even. I can't even describe what she does because she doesn't stare off into space, but she kind of, like, chicken necks for no reason. That's the only way I can describe it. Right. Um, the NBC weather anchor Al Roker froze for several seconds on the Today Show. For no reason. Jesus. Now, one of the biggest advocates for all this is um, someone I'll keep my feelings to um, to myself, maybe. Roseanne Barr frequently claims that MKUltra controls Hollywood, which is probably a good excuse for falling out of favour since voicing her support for Trump. Her quote is, Hollywood is the one that keeps all of this power structure. They continue to feed it and they make a lot of money doing it. They do it all at the behest of their
0: masters who run everything. I think someone's a little bit bitter she didn't get into the Illuminati. (laughs) So she's trying to ruin everybody else's (laughs) fun.
1: Is it also like a really good excuse for um, when your faves become problematic? Like, I for one would love to continue reading harry potter so if, if someone could convince me that mk ultra are running jk rowling i'd be pretty happy with that to be honest
0: yeah somebody please god tell me she's some ridiculously glitchy robot please <laughs> someone check in on her for the love of god yeah <coughs> oh, also baron trump if you're okay blink once for yes and if you're not <laughs> blink twice for no no mention of that for a lot in a while and we're like, regardless of that, blink at all. <laughs> just, Baron, blink, please. <laughs> he has the eyelids of an iguana. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. Maybe he is an iguana. Lizard <gasps> people. Oh, man. We're closing so many circles today. We really are. We're just getting a lot done in this time.
1: <laughs> it's a productive half hour. God, power hour. Power hour for sure.
0: <laughs> now, do you remember this lady? Tila Tequila. Yes, who could forget? What a pioneer of dating shows in the nineties? Yeah, right down to a bit of LGBT exposure. I think I'm, I'm going to say that hers was the first show in which there was a bisexual like lead on a reality dating show.
1: God, and you know what? It's not a loss, but we'll take us. Yeah,
0: there, and again, there hasn't really been one since, I think
1: no there hasn't um there was a claim that are you the one have you heard of that the mtv america one i've heard of it yes last year they were gonna do one
0: where every person on the show was by oh that's just a recipe for something entertaining <laughs> yeah,
1: i don't know if they ever followed through but that would have been really good and would make the most sense for all of these
0: shows yeah that's actually true just make them all bisexual
1: yep just engineer that for us there, Karen. Uh, I'll, I'll get right on it after this. <laughs> so, yeah, Teela Tequila, yeah. She claims that she was a victim of MKUltra and she claims that Britney Spears is a fellow victim.
0: Oh, maybe. Hashtag free Britney.
1: So Britney is one of the biggest ones that comes up when you see this stuff because not only is does she glitch the odd time, but many say she was heavily experimented on. And this explains her unusual behaviour since 2008.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, having gone through this year, though, myself, I can see where she was coming from in 2007 and <laughs> <or> 2008. <laughs> I see you're, you're just putting that down to,
1: to more stress than Anthony, You're like, any one of us could be 2008, Brittany. <laughs>
0: well, on a scale, it is that classic. On a scale of one to 2007, Brittany, how stressed <laughs> out are you? And I'm right up there.
1: Nine at this point. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) So my evidence in summary there is celebrity accounts. That's Tila Tequila and Roseanne saying that they that they have been experimented on. Uh celebrities acting strangely, freezing inexplicably, becoming erotic. My last bit of uh evidence, Karen, don't know if it even counts as evidence, but I've just written Stranger Things Have Happened. That the bizarre aspect of this is MK Ultra itself. The conspiracy theory seems quite tame
0: and believable in comparison. Like, yeah, so, just the fact that MK Ultra happened.
1: Yeah, it makes me question everything. There's nothing I couldn't believe now that I know MK Ultra happened.
0: And I'm going to buy into this in a big way because I feel like it ties in nicely to mine. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> we I could have been like. I- it does tie in nicely to mine. So I'm, I'm on board.
1: Yeah. I have to say, I came in guns blazing this week because I was like, right, we're number three. We keep agreeing with each other. We're going to have to just put Karen's under a complete microscope. And then it was the exact same as mine. So I'm like, I can't possibly do that now. So I think we're still on an even, even,
0: even playing field for the moment. For the moment. We'll see what kicks off next week. Yeah, I think. Yeah, next week I'm going to have to bring my A game. Yeah, we both will. It's grand. We always do. We do, to be fair, we do. We do. Well, that's
1: brilliant. Everyone tell us what you think. You yes, have already told us so much. Um keep those recommendations coming because I know I, for one, i am gonna kick off one of our listener recommendations next week. Ooh. Um, yeah, I've I've been a good idea of which one I want. Okay. Um, and keep getting involved in the conversation keep telling us little follow-on facts because we live for those ones
0: we really do and we'll try and update our instagram and, and twitter and stuff so if you haven't followed us yet it is the conspiracy theory test on instagram is it? it's not the same on twitter though is it? The on twitter test. it's
1: conspiracy test that's conspiracy it yeah.
0: Test. yeah 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 so if you could follow along uh share with your friends anybody else who'd be interested in this a bit of a laugh sarah paulson yeah we the word. we know that you have yeah, friends you know thanks Sarah I mean we've mentioned you you can mention us yeah we'll
1: get uh, Taylor a coffee it's
0: grand she can yeah make it. come on that's you owe us come on now. we gave your show a wee plug um, so yeah listen thanks so much for listening we're super enjoying this uh, we hope you are too and uh, yeah just keep it weird uh, and keep questioning and we'll see you next week
1: yeah, please follow on Spotify or rate and subscribe and leave us a nice little review on iTunes if that's where you are. Yeah, wherever you get then, podcasts. Till then,
0: thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Have, thanks, have a good Jared. week. Thank you, Evan. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.